Welcome to The Fathers Speak, a production of the Orthodox West. Each day, Father John Finton reads a selection fitted to the Western liturgical calendar from one of the Fathers of the Church. From a sermon by our Father among the Saints, Maximus of Turin. The Lord himself consecrated the holy fast by abstaining. By not taking any food during the course of that many days and nights, he established one continuous period of fasting, which it is a sacrilege not to observe in its entirety, and a sin to violate in part. This he did for the sake of our salvation, that he might not only teach what was useful by words, but also instill it by examples, so that on the very path that we hasten to faith, we might take steps to abstinence. But let us see why the Savior appointed fasts, and why he himself, as a good physician of the human race, first fasted. For a good physician first tastes the potion that he is about to give the sick person, in order to demonstrate beforehand the skill of his art on himself, so that when the sick person takes what has been tried, he may be certain about the potion, and more certain about his health. And then let us see why our Lord established this time for fasting in the place that he did. For the evangelist says that the Lord abstained forty days and forty nights in the desert. I think that this is the reason for fasting, that since the first Adam, when he was in paradise, had forfeited the glory of immortality through his gluttonous impertinence, Christ, the second Adam, might restore the same immortality through his abstinence. And now, because he had incurred the sin of death by going against the commands of God and tasting of the forbidden tree, the Lord in his fasting, in conformity with the commandment, might merit the righteousness of life. The Savior did this so that he might purge our crimes by taking the same path on which they had been committed. That is to say, he repairs by abstaining what the man had perpetrated by eating. And by fasting he despises the same woman whom the man had known by eating. For Adam would not have known Eve except that he was provoked by intemperance. But as long as they abided in undefiled abstemiousness, they abided in unstained virginity as well. And as long as they fasted from forbidden food, they fasted also from shameful sins. For hunger is a friend of virginity and an enemy to lasciviousness but satiety drives out chastity and feeds wantonness. The Lord did this then, as I have said, so that by these decisions which had made humanity subject to sin, it might be freed. For this reason he wished to be born according to the likeness of Adam in every respect, so that in the likeness of Adam he might destroy all the sins of humanity. For Adam was born of the virgin earth, and Christ was begotten of the virgin Mary, the maternal soil of the one had not yet been broken by a hose, while the hidden place of the other's maternity was never violated by desire. Adam is formed from mire by the hands of God, while Christ is formed in the womb by the Spirit of God. Each comes forth with God as father, then. Each has a virgin for mother. Each, as the evangelist says, is a son of God. But Adam is a creature and Christ is a son of substance. The Lord did this then as a second Adam, 
so that what the former man had lost by eating, the other might regain by fasting. 